Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the GH Report, Jason's got a new job, Carly's trying to hold on to her sanity, and is Kevin who we think he is? We'll talk all that and more next. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> oh, we're back. <laughs> that, that too. That too. Well, we're ready to make the GH Report. Of course, this is the show that looks back at the latest goings on at Port Charles, and then we break it all down and then see who Carla wants to punch in the throat. <laughs> um, the less talented of the two hosts here, Frank Moran. And I am your co host, Carla Renata. <laughs> and as always, folks, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and hop in the chat. Carly's got the uh, the chat up and running, so feel free to jump in and share your thoughts about this week's episodes. Or it's been two weeks, so even the last two weeks are fair game. Or about anything that just happens to uh, strike your fancy while you're chatting away with everybody else in there. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. before we dive into the last two weeks, because there's been two weeks that are off, because Carla, yes. she's blowing up all over the place. I she can't not. be confined to such things <laughs> as the GH report. That is not true. How have you been like in the last couple weeks? Um... The first week kind of moved along at a little little bit more of a clip pace, but last week was like, oh, paint dry. This, this, this most this current This past week, week yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. To me. Okay. To me. But what I did like was um, I kind of liked that they finally, finally gave the Anna Finn thing, you know, a chance to move on. It was kind of cute. All right. It was kind of cute. Let's just jump right into this then. Let's talk about Anna and Finn. And as somebody that has said many a time here behind this mic, <laughs> then I'm like, man, yeah, Anna, she, all she's been doing is just crying and she's been so sad. Like, mm-hmm. we've got to give her something else to do. Mm-hmm. And they've finally given her something mm-hmm. else to do. But I have to admit, I find it weird. Like, watching them kiss just always looks so awkward to me. Always looks awkward. You know, this is what I liked. I liked the scenes with them in the bed. Oh no, where they're where talking they're... on the phone. Boo! It was very, it was very bye bye birdie ish. It was very bye bye birdie ish and very kind of like high school. Like I like the fact that there are these two middle aged people acting like teenagers. It was cute. Come on now, that it was, was cute. That was lame. <laughs> Somebody said Anna Finn boring. <laughs> yeah. It's just that every time they kiss, it just it it just it always looks awkward and just a little bit like uh, uncomfortable. I get uncomfortable watching it. And that's somebody that was like rooting for the two of them to get together. And now that I've got it, I'm like, Ugh. I was about to say, I thought you wanted them to hook up. Now you don't. You know what? I actually I'm that I'm glad that they're together and they seem genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I never need to see them kiss again. <laughs> I will always assume their kisses happen just immediately after oh, a scene no. cuts. I will assume they did some huge makeout sesh, but I never need to see them kiss on camera again. Oh, I totally love, fine. I love the like late night phone calls. You know, I I, I love that. I thought it was really really cute. I did, uh, and I like how they 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 were 
you know, like, oops, like in, ooh, I'm tearing up the studio. Um, like in the beginning of the relationships, you, you're always on the phone for like hours and hours at a time. People are falling asleep on the phone, that kind of thing. And then you end up talking about stuff that later on in the relationship ends up being a problem. So I love the fact that they were discussing um, how she felt about Robin, how she felt about Peter, how she felt like that was going to affect her and she was really concerned about where Peter was and the whole birthday thing and it was cute. Uh, the um, It's one thing where they, they decided like, hey, you know what, we should pick a, a place to travel. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why is the chat room calling me out to my where's Maurice? You know what, Kelly? Stop clowning me. Don't don't get don't get don't get on the hateration train with Frank. I'm sorry. Continue. All, all aboard, <laughs> folks. All aboard. Because I'll be honest with everybody watching. I, what I like to do is I like to come into the studio and the first thing I do is I just, you know, cast a wide gaze across here. Because we've got, as it stands right now, there are five empty seats right here. Five. Five. And you know who I don't see sitting in any one of them? Maurice, Maurice Bernard. Bernard. I know you're gonna say that. But I do keep up with Mr. Maurice, and he's been he's been very vocal on Twitter lately, but which I, is really I know, interesting to me. I noticed none of that vocal thing has been saying, "Why, yes, Carla, I will come." Whatever, I'm working report. on it. Give a sister a break. All right, okay. All right, Ke- Kelly, you will be the first one to know. I will tweet <laughs> you and let you know when Maurice Bernard is coming because he gonna come. Okay. So I, I do like it in the, the scene where they try to pick their own spot where they can just travel together and it can mm-hmm. be their own place. Mm-hmm. And the challenges of doing that, except for Detroit, Michigan, seem to be one off spot. I was like, really? Yeah, that was kind of, that was well, odd to me. Uh, you know, a world renowned, you know, both in law enforcement and spy work, as well as an a, a incredibly talented surgeon whose, you know, skills are. Wanted throughout the world too. Make I'm it just interested. I think I'm just happy that somebody on GH has a happy love affair happening because everybody else is in shambles. I mean, Carly and Sonny are in shambles. Jordan and and Curtis are not in shambles, but you know they got Aunt Stella giving them the stink eye every time they turn around. Mm. You got uh, who else is in shambles? There's quite a, a Michael and and Ned. Well, Michael and Ned weren't really a couple ever, really. But Michael and Nell, there's all that going on with them. And, and yeah, so I'm, I'm just happy to see somebody that's happy for once because you know it's not going to last for long. <laughs> but, all right, so here's one thing that, that happens that we only see one side of is that once, I guess, it becomes public knowledge that Finn and Anna are together, mm-hmm. everybody that we know is texting Finn. So we've right. got Emma, we've got Felicia, <laughs> we've got Mac, who's hilarious in the text. <laughs> That was funny, but what I really loved about the fact when they were texting texting him is how she would always snatch the phone going, well, what did they say? Oh, my God. Like, she's in bed going, oh, my God, Emma texted you. Miss Thing, he just told you that Emma texted him. Why? Really? That kind of got on my nerves. Uh, How would you feel if you entered in a relationship with somebody and all of their friends started texting you? I don't like that. I'm I'm an... I am an immensely private person. I don't like people in my business like that. So that would bother me. That would, yeah, that would bother me. I don't like that. All right. I, in fact, you know, Bernada's not even Carla's real last name. <laughs> She's never shared that with anyone. I have shared that with many people. I tell that story quite often. I actually tell it to my students quite often. Have I told you that story? Hey, we're not in that kind of relationship. So. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> so now that you've brought it up, now people are going to want to know what my real last name is. So my real last name is Williams. I, my, my my real name is Carla Renata Williams. I took Williams off because when I came to Los Angeles as an actress, nobody could ever remember that Williams was my last name. 
Maybe I'll take it. Frank Williams now. That's it. So, so it. I just use Carla Renata because people just say Carla Renata. They don't say Carla. They don't say Renata. They just say Carla Renata. Oh, look at that. Boom. Done. So, uh, you know, we also have, uh, to get back to Anna and Finn, we have a lot of them where just Finn says, hey, Anna, you got done with your treatment. Why don't you just hang out in my office? I got a slow day. Just spend the day with me in my office. Come on. No. I, I know there's that, that, that puppy love phase of a new relationship, but come on. No, that was kind of, that was a lot. That was a lot to swallow. That was a lot to swallow. I'm like, okay, I was with y'all when y'all were doing the puppy love thing on the phone and hanging out in the bib at the office. Nah, no. Yeah, so. (laughs) Nah. But, you know, I will take this if it's going to give us a break. Uh, You know, it's only until Peter comes back. Uh, from his captivity, that we're going to start okay, seeing the waterworks so I'm coming. So glad you, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because let's just talk about the whole misery storyline with Peter and Liesl. That, every time it comes up on the screen, I don't know if I'm sadistic or what, but I bust out laughing. Because I know Liesl is going to do something crazy, and Nina is going to come in in the middle of it and go, Liesl, what are you doing? Why are you trying to kill him? <laughs> I, I will say at least that... Pure comedy. She did, you know, crack that arm, which I'll give her that. Like I said, the misery reboot yeah. on General Hospital. That's what it is. The misery reboot. I can't. But this this whole thing seems so ridiculous to me. The whole plot, like, all right, you're going to confess your sins. I, you know, and it's been brought up, like, this is not going to be admissible in court. You know, I, I, it just seems weird that they're going down this route. Like, we know whatever they get out of there is not going to work, let alone is Liesl actually going to let him, you know, out of there alive to actually say You think she's going to kill him, really? I don't think she's gonna kill him. I think I think if she does kill him, it'll be accidental. I don't think she she means to kill him. I think she just wants to scare him really bad. I don't think I think she'll try to she could try to kill him, but I don't think she will because I think there's too much left with uh he and Anna to figure out that mm-hmm. I don't think you could take him off the off the show this early. No, no, he won't he won't be gone. But speaking speaking of, of kill of trying to kill him, how hard did you laugh? Because you know what I'm going to say. Yep. How hard did you laugh when she was talking to Kim and Julian and Peter started screaming? And she started screaming back. I was like, oh, no, we going to do this? Ugh. That was pure comedy. That scene bugged the heck out of me because <laughs> it it's was... supposed to be just uh, the, 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 the alleged threat of danger that Liesl's plan will be exposed. But, it, it, it you know, one of those great classic soap opera faints. But it is so poorly kind of staged and acted out because we've got uh, Kim and Julian there. They hear the screams and they just and they go, don't do anything. And then they and then they accept. This is the thing: they don't do anything, and then they accept her excuse for what the scream is. I'm like, first of all, I'll be trying to find out who that is screaming. Because if they screaming, something's going on with them, and whatever's going on with them, it might be coming in my direction. So I need to find out what's going on. That's what I would be doing. But. Well, and especially if one of the people that you're with is a doctor who is, do no harm, is right there. And if they hear somebody in distress, their first instinct should be to, like, I, I got to go check and see if this person <laughs> is in a, in a life-threatening situation that maybe I can help them out. Okay, first of all. Let's just address the fact that Stuart Pierce said, when does Peter go to the bathroom? He probably got a bedpan. They probably put a bedpan under there. Because we never see... <sighs> they never untie him. We never see him go to the bathroom. He's been in this cabin for days at a time, unless they've let him go on himself, which I can't imagine they would do, because the stench from that would, you know, be enough for somebody to find out, find him and try to figure out what's, what the hell is going on. So Plus, he hasn't had any food. 
and I'm sure just the barest amount of liquids. So there might not be a lot of stuff. Yeah, Nina gave him a, a little bit of water. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm what like... led to that scream is that there, there we get the nice sequence where there's a rattlesnake <laughs> on Peter's bed. But what I loved about that was she, when, she, when she finally comes back to the cabin, she's like, oh, what are you screaming about? And she just picks the snake up and throws it out. Let me tell you something. I live for them scenes with her and Peter because she is pure comedy. And I know it's not supposed to be funny, but it is. <laughs> this... You know, it, it was a nice twist, and it was great for a few days, but, man, it's just dragging out. Like, well, long past my interest in the story. <clears throat> this is the thing that, that I'm really interested to find out with that storyline. So Nina seems to, every once in a while, have that inkling of maybe having some empathy for Peter to the point where she might be thinking about letting him go. The thing that disturbs me about that is that it makes... The whole situation makes her very hypocritical about the way she's dealing with Valentine. Like, she's coming at Valentine going, you did this and you did that and you lied and you didn't tell me this and you didn't tell me that. Well, what you doing? You're doing the exact same thing you criticized him for. So, Mm -hmm. really? So, who do you think is going to get Charlotte? Because it ain't going to be neither one of them. But she's fueled by vengeance. They're both killing me. All right. uh, We see some of this in a chat where I just feel like I I get a kind of inkling of, so I'm going to ask you, Carla. Feel free to answer as well in the chat, folks. Do you like Peter? Do you do you think Ed, do you think Peter is worth keeping around in the show? He got on my nerves for the longest time, but I kind of like the way the character is being portrayed and the way they're kind of rolling it out. So I'm very conflicted on that. I don't know if I want to see him go or stay. I don't. I don't know. I'm conflicted. Is him being the subject of such a, I don't want to say sadistic, but a cruel uh, form of torture or treatment, does it make you more inclined to feel sympathy for him? Like, all right, <laughs> no. you know, he, you know, he's suffering. <laughs> no. Uh, he should be all right. I feel no empathy for him. I okay. need for the misery pl- storyline to play out because that's funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, now we just see some uh, people there in the chat saying, like, us in Senate's cast says, keep Daisy Flower 40. Yeah. What is Peter's crimes? Uh, I mean, other than just like not informing people, we don't know because there's there's no we can't. They keep saying over and over and over again that there's no trace of him before him coming to Port Charles. Like we know that he's Heinrich Faison, but other than that, what do we really know? We know where Heinrich Faison went to school. We know where he lived. We know that Valentine, you know, play, took took him when he was a baby. Like that's what we know for sure. But all those other details in between, we don't have a clue. I mean, I guess the only other thing is that, I mean, he kept Jason on ice in Russia. At the and hospital. that, too, we know that. But other than that, we don't really know that much about him. Like, how, how, how has him, how has Peter the adult affected him being Faison's son? Like, did Faison really raise him, or was Faison too busy running after Anna and the WSB? You know what I mean? Like, all those things are unanswered questions we don't really know. It's very vague. And maybe they'll answer. I feel like the people from General Hospital watch our show because it's hilarious. Because I do. Because every once in a while we'll talk about something here or we'll say that we don't care for something or whatever. And then the next week it'll be rectified. I'm like, somebody's watching this show. They're (laughs) taking notes. I know they are. Mm. Uh, But you know what, folks? If you are also taking notes, because you're watching a lot of television. 
There's so many great shows on the air to watch. And sometimes you need yep. somebody to help break it down for you. And you know what? Here at AfterBuzz, uh, we have a network that uh, we produce after shows for very much, pretty much all your favorite shows. Dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. You name it, there is no network that works harder to serve our television fans. And, you know, in such a case, though, this quality content, though, uh, it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort. And that's why we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. Now, besides helping us a ton... Uh, here's what's in a few because you're always wondering like well, I'm well what go. do I get out of it that's right that's right we want to make sure if you're going to subscribe you get something back uh, basically what it does is it's going to help cater specific content you already like directly to you it brings you your favorite after show so you don't even have to seek them out and it suggests content from other channels or podcasts that might interest you so you could be watching this but you don't like hey well, look at uh, you might check out another great Carla Renata show like uh, you know Black uh, Tomatoes on BHL. Like that. That comes right to you because you're a Carla Renata fan. Boom. All of a sudden that show is coming there. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. It's really easy. Uh, now subscribe to our YouTube channel so we'll help you discover new shows we're sure you love since you're already tuned into our drama one. You may also like shows like Showtime's Affair. Uh, you may you may, you may like oh, a variety of other dramas that are on currently right now. Dynasty, that just wrapped up its first season. But mm-hmm. if you're a big fan of Dynasty, nice soapy pulp element to that Green as well. Greenleaf on OWN. Greenleaf on OWN. All these great after shows that uh, if you're into those kind of things, that you can do that as well. But remember, we have channels for other genres too. So please don't be sh- shy about subscribing to them as well. Now, if you're worried about pesky, pesky notifications, don't worry. They're optional. So it's easy. Hit the subscribe button down below for an even easier AfterBuzz experience. And if you do, let us know in the comments. And you know what? Carla Renato's going to give you a personal shout-out. Right here, on air. She'll give you a shout-out. Look at that. Who doesn't want to go to bed with a Carla Renato shout-out? Yes, always That's with right. a shout-out. Uh, thanks for being the best fans. And we promise to continue to do our best to serve you. Hey, well, all right. Very well said, my friend. Oh, gosh, Carla. I was a marble mouth at best. <laughs> so let me talk about, let me start. Oh, here we go. Here Carla's we... getting on the pulpit. No, 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 no. Oh, I just want to say one other thing with the Liesl thing, which made me laugh out loud. So <laughs> when Nina accused Liesl of torturing him, Liesl said, you say torture, I say persuasion. I'm like... She is pure comedy. But to switch over to another subject, so Kiki finally gets some balls. I'm like, yes, Kiki. Yes. She got up in Homeboy's face and let him have it, Dr. Bench. That that whole scene in the in the locker room was yeah. creepy. It was creepy and it was uncomfortable, but I like the fact that she was like, oh, is this what we're going to do? Let me tell you how this is going to go down now because now I'm not scared of you. And then there was a, yeah, so I kind of love the fact that she stood up, but you could tell even though she stood up, she's still kind of afraid of what he's going to do. And then that jerk took that picture of her and Griffin. I'm like, really? Like, what is, what, why does he have such a hard on for her? Of all the nurses in the hospital, why does it have to be Kiki? But I would think, like, having a photo like that, I mean, if you're going to use it in a, to try to paint Kiki in a bad light, all it is is that she received a hug. You don't know what the context is through a photo, but she got a, a hug from, or she either gave a hug or received a hug from another member of the staff. Right, but he can take, he can take that and say, look, She's hugging. She's always all over men in the hospital. Look, look at this picture. She's hugging on this person. Somebody that's deviant like he is, trying to th- throw the light and the blame on somebody else. They'll do whatever they can and take whatever measures they need to to get the the, the spotlight off of them. And we also know that he kept uh, a voicemail from Kiki as well, too, which I'm sure will come back to rear. I need head. for somebody to punch him in his throat. I'm like, I just. 
can't with him. And I'm so disheartened by it all because I remember when he was on One Life to Live and he played Max. Mm -hmm. He was, like, so cute and adorable on One Life to Live. And on General Hospital, he is just creep, creep, creep. That scene between he and Alexis, where he's like, hey, Alexis, my good friend. I know. know. And then Alexis cracked his face. (laughs) Whoa. Alexis, he was like, oh, his face was so cracked. I'm like, yeah, you might want to pick that up off the floor. It was hilarious. Uh, uh, one other person that finds out is certainly the article has been published by Lulu. But, uh, of course, he didn't name any names. But uh, finally, Ava finds out who the person was that's been named. And that child. <laughs> I was just like, <clears throat> the fact that she wouldn't give Kiki the space when Kiki said, leave it alone, I got it handled. She, again, as usual, made it all about her. Why can't you tell me? Why does everybody know but me? I'm like, Diva, it's not about you. This has nothing to do with you. She's a grown woman. Let her handle her business, and you just step out of it. If anything, she'll make it worse. Oh, for sure. I mean, because well, she makes everything worse. Sure, I uh, started <laughs> off with a nice slap. Boom. I can't with her. I'm just. I need her to just take a step back. She just needs to take a step back. What do you, What do you think's going on between Kiki and Griffin? Because Griffin says he wants to stand by her, but Kiki's like, no, you can't. You know, both of the fact that it's like I got to be able to stand on my own two feet to, if I'm going to do this, but also just the the stickiness of what happened between them. Also, exactly. there's mom thrown in the mix as well. Exactly. I think the I think there's chemistry there between them, and he's considerably younger than Ava. You know, j- just as um, Morgan Morgan was. So there's that. But I think with Kiki and Griffin, there's chemistry there. There's an attraction there, and I think Kiki, just for the sake of having some some sane, lucid moments of her mother not popping off every 20 seconds. It's like, yeah, we can't do this because I really just don't want to hear my mother's mouth. But it's going to come out, and when it comes out, it's going to be, it's not going to be a good time. Well, uh, Cincinnati Cast in the chat says, I'm sensing sensing a good whodunit storyline coming when Bench is murdered. Oh, I can't wait for him to get murdered. I cannot wait. I'll go to GH and murder him myself. I can't stand him. Ugh. I feel like we're still a little while away from that, though, because certainly we uh, Kiki's got the best motive, but there really isn't maybe Ava to a lesser extent. But what but about Amy? Because Amy was seen talking to Lulu toward the end of the week about it a little bit. Yeah, but hers was not so. Hers is more about just the general atmosphere, not necessarily anything specific towards yeah, her. Well, yeah, she, well, she she was saying she said something I think to the effect of people treated her different because she looked she didn't look like everybody else or something to that effect. Which is a form of harassment. It may not be sexual harassment, yeah. but it's a form of harassment. So I, but I don't know if in Lulu doing her Inspector Gadget reporting, <laughs> if, if she'll be able to do anything with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I'm all up for a great Who Done It. It's been a while <laughs> since GH has done one of those in a while, but I think you need to really kind of uh, beef up the suspect list. You got to really get have him, you know, uh, really throw some shade on Alexis. Uh, Lulu, a few other people that could really uh, Griffin could get in the mix as well, just so that when it when he does show up dead, that there are plenty of the people. Because I feel like right now it's too too low hanging fruit that it'd be like, oh, Kiki would probably be the most obvious suspect. Mm, I think I think it would be I think it would be too obvious if Kiki was the one that took him out. Like I would like somebody that we totally don't expect to take him out, and I think Ava would be too too. Um, Obvious too. You know who would probably be in a situation like this would be Griffin. Uh, well, not Griffin, but it would be probably somebody like Francesca, the the nurse 
that had some really <laughs> just happened to be conveniently nearby as Alexis, <laughs> Lulu, and Kiki were talking and would always just kind of like be lurking. Yeah, raise her head up <laughs> right in front of the camera. She's always placed right there in front of the camera, like. Mm. Oh, I don't know. But it's like somebody that, or is, maybe, or maybe Elizabeth. Yeah, I feel. Like I think it, I think if Elizabeth killed him, that would be interesting. Yeah. Because Elizabeth didn't get a chance to get the person that, that messed with her, but she can get the person that's messing with Kiki. I don't think that's a reason enough to, to do that. But you don't know, because she keeps she keeps coming up to, um, she keeps catching Dr. Bench, and they keep having words. So I'm, there's only going to be a matter of time. And she, he, he knows that she is championing whatever. She's supporting um, Kiki in this, this endeavor of trying to take him down. So I don't know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, the chat is always bustling with a lot of great activity. I know. We appreciate that. But occasionally uh, a legend likes to grace us <laughs> with her thoughts and comments. And that's none other than the, uh, the the founding father of the GH Report, James Lock Jr. Jr. JLJ. Yes, JLJ Media. He's laughing. <laughs> right there. Look at that. Holding court in the chat. So feel free to uh, welcome him, praise him. Uh, you know, shoot him uh, your burning questions as well. <laughs> Who doesn't want to hear what James Lett Jr. has to say about General Hospital? He always has something to say. We know this. Uh, now, we did see Franco, uh, as James had mentioned a little bit there, uh, how I get all up in Dr. Bench's face. Mm-hmm. And that's somebody that you don't like, nothing worse than having an angry Franco. Yeah, Franco's you. not lovely when he, he's like the Hulk when he gets yes. angry. It's like it kind of comes out of nowhere. And then once it kind of goes into full throttle, it's kind of hard to stop it. So, yeah, that was, he did get up in his face. And and Dr. Bench, it cracks me up. No matter who gets up in Dr. Bench's face, he's so not phased by any any of it. I need for somebody to come to town that has actually been a victim of his that has prevailed to come shut him down. That's what I need to happen. I guess that's going to be the question because, because Francesca's I don't think, not enough. Yeah, because I don't think anybody that's currently in Port Charles is going to be able to shut him down because he got shenanigans. Uh, or maybe it'll be Monica. Well, maybe. The uh, Now, to, as we mentioned, uh, Franco in the mix there with Dr. Bench. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you how you feel about this stuff that's going on with he and Elizabeth, where it's all about the wedding. The wedding. It's wedding's got to be fantastic. That's getting on my nerves. Him calling her sister Sarah and then Sarah saying she can't come. And then he reaches out to try to find the parents. I'm like, Miss Thingden told you not to reach out to the family. What part of do not reach out to my family do you not understand? I don't get that. Yeah. And it just makes me feel like it's just going to be shenanigans that we don't really want to see. No. Because I well, and maybe I've not seen any casting notices, but I haven't seen any of them uh, being cast to come on the show. So I'm like, no, why do we keep really hammering this home if we're not really going to get a payoff? Because all we're seeing right now is just like a a Facebook post where we see a like, hey, all right, I'm like, oh, okay. But it would be, I agree with you, Carla. It would be annoying to be involved with somebody that wouldn't take what you said. That would be enough for me. That would be enough for me not to want to marry him. Like if we're planning a wedding and I have emphatically told you, do not contact my sister, do not contact my family, do not contact my parents. And then you go behind my back and do it anyway, while your intentions are well, like you mean well. If I asked you not to do it, don't do it. Like what the hell? What part of do not do it do you not understand? <laughs> I don't understand that. Ugh. Oh, you were serious when you said that. I thought you were just kidding. No, I'm <gasps> not kidding, Frank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell to the no. Uh, James Hunt Jr., of course, says Frank is overstepping, but he would love some Webbers. I would, of course, love uh, love some Webbers. But uh, I feel like 
we've been teased that the Webbers, especially uh, uh, Elizabeth's father, for so long, and it never happened. Uh, yeah, Jeff Weber, and it never mm, happened. Mm. So, I it'd be great to have it, but I don't. He was on there for a long time, and then they took him off. Yeah, we're like, hey, imagine if we got Richard Dean Anderson. Come on now, child. That'd be great. I would, I would be like, what? What? I can't. You know what else I wanted to say about Kiki is that when she popped off on Ava, she read Ava, and she was like, you know, she said, you use, you use your sexuality to get what you want. How is that any different than what he's doing to me? Ava had no words. I was like. That's right, girl. Shut that mommy down. <laughs> <laughs> Shut that mommy down. Now, somebody already gave them a great wedding gift, and that's good old, uh, our favorite psychiatrist, Kevin. Dr. Kevin Collins. Here's some free therapy for you. You know, I'm feeling some kind of way about him right about now. Uh, like, I, without Laura to, like, snatch his chain, he's kind of all over the place. But you know what? John Lindstrom is too good to not be used, and given I whatever's agree. happening with Jeannie Francis and the producers. I agree, but why they got to make him into a villain? I don't, so far, well, I, we don't they're know. Making, they're making him into a villain. Come on. All that that madness with Carly and the and Ferncliff, and then him talking about giving free therapy. Come on. We know that's... Nobody give no psychiatrist to give a free therapy ain't session. Ain't no psychiatrist nowhere giving no free therapy session for no... Please. Uh, but do we know that it is Kevin? It can be his twin brother. Right, I forgot about yes. that. Right, ooh, there's been some good talk call, about that. Frank. Good call. He's mentioned that a few times about his twin past, so uh, oh. there could be a little uh, switch to do, especially because we hear somebody uh, screaming in a in a room close to Carly's at Ferncliff. Yes, I did hear that, and then as Jason got close to the room, he he was thwarted once again. I. <laughs> I'm waiting. What's her name? Mary Pat? Yes. Ooh, Lord. I was like, ooh, I would have loved to have played Mary Pat. That would have been some fun. Because Mary Pat is just, she's like the chick from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. <laughs> she's oh, she's yeah. giving you that nurse kind ratchet. of. Ratchet. She's giving you Nurse Ratchet goodness. I love it. <laughs> uh, now, uh, we'll get into that in just a second. Mm-hmm. But my last thing with regards to Kevin, if they decide to do something where his twin brother is really alive uh, mm-hmm. and they've swapped places, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's got one over on Kevin or taking his place, it's it's not going to play off as well for me as if I don't get to see, uh, you know, Mac or Felicia or Lucy uh, involved in it. I want to see some of the older guard. They may they may bring them in toward the end. They're not they're not going to bring them in throughout the whole thing because you know they're just not. But they'll they'll probably bring them in toward the end. But the twin brother thing actually makes sense because, and I love how people just. (laughs) This is the thing that's cracking me up about Kevin's office. People just popping in when they feel like it. Like, does he not have an appointment book? Do people not make an appointment to see him? Folks just kind of roll up in there when they feel like it. (laughs) Like, what kind of office is that? But Ryan was so fixated on Felicia. When he first got involved in that, so I mean, it would be, I mean, if you're going to bring back and give them some some major stuff in a storyline, this is like perfectly teed up to get Mac and Felicia back in, in the front and uh, front and center on a storyline. Depends on their schedules, uh, you know. Well, I don't know. You know how it rolls. Else. They might be they might be en- enjoying their retirement. No, nobody. <laughs> what? Get out of here. Yes, let's go. I would love to see them back, but they might be enjoying the retirement. And who knows, as, as we're speaking, those those plans may be all taking place as we're speaking. So I hope so. That would be fantastic. We'll have to sit back and find out. Uh, all right, so we've got uh, we've got Carly at Ferncliff. She's brought in. She's got a good old Mary Pat, 
Playing the uh, Ray you know. Pat is a pill. Ooh, Caroline. Ooh, if she caught. I her saying Caroline is like nails on a blackboard to me. I can't stand when she says it. It's just so there's something about the way she says it that's very condescending and hateful all at the same time. You know what I mean? But at once, I mean, I guess part of me was like, yeah, she's annoying. But then the other part of me was like, I'm kind of bummed. Like I feel like we've seen this trope too many times, where somebody gets you know put away, uh, you know, for. You know, in a criminally insane asylum or whatever, and it's always you know the people that work there are even worse than the the people that are you know being treated there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, do I really want to see this? Where we got this lady being a cuckoo banana? I have a feeling Mary Pat is probably more integral to the story than we think. You know, I think she's a little bit more than somebody that's just working at Ferncliff because she seems. It seems like she spends an awful lot of time hovering over Carly. Like, aren't there some other patients up in here that you can troll and uh, and harass? Why yeah. are you always up in Carly's face? I I once hated the Metro Court. It was a little pricey. Oh. And then uh, what's the? <laughs> you know, Carly's gonna slap Mary Pat. I would slap Mary Pat for Carly, honey. I'd reach through if I could reach through that TV screen and punch her in her throat. I would. Ooh, I can't stand her. Um, but the orderly, he's a pill too. Oh, he's the worst. Holy cow! Oh is my he god, he's the worst. Remember when he was just sitting there watching Carly like phase out over the drugs? Yes. I was like, what are you? You gonna just sit there and watch her phase out? Like, what are you doing? Ugh. That was a lot. I'm yeah. like, I can't. <laughs> I was like, I can't with that right there. I just. Ah. So of course, Jason. Uh, you know, much like Michael when he was put in prison. You know, mm-hmm. just like you know, I can't. But somebody I care about, you know, just being someplace like mm-hmm. that alone. So rather than get himself committed, but he does the next best thing and he gets himself a job as a janitor. Mm-hmm. You know, looking for some extra hours. You know, GH is <laughs> just not giving me what but I need. But I love the interview that he had with Mary Pat where she was asking, why do you want to work at Ferncliff? I was like, let's see what Jason has to say to that. <laughs> Makes sense. You, you boil it down to just money. I need money. It was pure Comedy, pretty much the same way he handled being on the stand with with um, in Carly's trial, where they kept trying to get him to say, you know, is she crazy? And he was like, you know, I'm not a doctor, I can't make that determination. <laughs> I was like, yes, Jason, you go, boy. It was great. It was what, great. What I do like is how terrible Jason was in, in one scene where he goes into like the big central room there where Carly's going to make a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And he goes in there to do some janitor work. And then Kevin shows up and he's like, oops, he knows who I really am. I've got to, rather than leave the room, he just kind of goes and sits down or squats behind Kevin. Lurking. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that so was weird. weird. I was like, so what? You think you're going to turn into the invisible band now? Like, what is <laughs> happening? That was crazy. I'm like, whose bright idea was that? Then, yeah, that was crazy. That's that was craziness at its best. The worst possible <laughs> spot you could have picked in that room. It was pure comedy. I'm like, oh, my God. It was just, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot. And then um, <laughs> I love how Mary Pat had that whole speech about being a star patient or being a trouble patient. Yeah. And then she gives Carly the pills and Carly tries to put the pill under her tongue. I'm like, child, that's an old trick. You didn't put it in the, she, like, she could have put it in the side of her mouth or something. But you're going to stick it under your tongue and let them see yep. it? That was just dumb. What I, at least I liked about this so far is that, uh, you know, the idea of like, hey, you're just giving all this medication that you don't need. Right. And you get doped out of your mind. But That's what I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding why if, if, if she has not been declared criminally insane to the point where 
they think she needs medication, then why is she getting medication in the first place? Yeah. Like, that's what I don't understand. And then what I also don't understand is, how does she get a prescription that Kevin says he didn't even write? Well, this is just Mary Pat like, hey, this is what I do. This is how I run it. I just dump everybody you, up. Look, I'm telling you, Mary Pat got shenanigans. She's going to be found out. But I, I did like <laughs> Kevin, or if it's Ryan, who knows at this point. But I did like that he, he came in. He's like, what's going on? This isn't right. And then just, like, shut Mary Pat down. It's like, I don't did, ever he, have to answer to you. He did shut her down, <laughs> and she was not having that. <laughs> no. She, she was not having being shut down. She was like, well, you're just making my job hard. And he pretty much had that look on his face like, I could give two shits so whatever (laughs) I don't care it was pure comedy you know what else was pure comedy so remember how we were lamenting so to speak over Maxie obsessing over um, Peter whining 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 Peter why did he do this and now she's now it's not over Peter, but whining over Nathan, my bad. She yeah. was whining, obsessing over why Nathan got killed, blah, 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 blah. And now she's whining and obsessing over Peter. Well, where is he? And why can't I talk to him? It's like, oh, I hate him. Oh, no, I don't. I'm like, girl, make up your mind. It's tough. I mean, you know, it's she, part of her is mad, but other part, I mean, she brought he brought her baby into the world. Yeah, that's just that's, that's too much. It's going to take at least uh, another uh, chat with them together to see kind of where they go from there. <laughs> that's too much. Uh, let's talk about, uh, as we're getting closer to wrapping up, but yeah. let's talk about the, the super hot uh, thing that's been sweeping the story, the show for the <laughs> longest time, and that is the Carly Nell story. I know. Uh, where we find out a little bit more about our good old uh, pal, Chase Hamilton. I know. That was Hamilton shock- Chase, excuse Hamilton me. Hamilton Chase. That was shocking, wasn't it? Oh, I was like, oh, I did not see this coming. I was very excited by that news. I'm like, oh, yay. Yeah. I was very into the little flashback action that they showed with him and Nell. I'm like, oh, okay. Do you think he going to be the one to bring Nell down? Or do you think she going to take him out before he has a chance? What I was... And maybe it's just because Michael, he's new to poor Charles, so he doesn't really know him, so he doesn't know if he can trust him. But Michael's visit to him seemed weird to me because it felt like he was defending Nell when in actuality those two should be really collaborating to bring down Nell. I think Michael went to visit him just to make sure that what Nell was telling him was true. Hmm. Because, she, you know, she's always playing the victim. Oh, this person did this to me. Carly pushed me down the stairs. Wah, 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 wah. So I think he went to see him just to make sure that what she's saying is accurate. And then I think once he figures out that Chase is on his team, really, essentially, that they will probably, you know, somehow band together to try to take her down. But she's a smart cookie. Somebody going to end up dead between the two of them. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not going to be her. Well, finally, we get to see Michael actually use the uh, the device that uh, Spinelli gave him mm-hmm. to hook it up. And what he does find out is that Nell, which I don't think came to surprise anybody. No. The way that scene was laid out was uh, had uh, sent herself a package Containing a shirt from the bar that her and Hamilton had hooked up back in down in Florida mm-hmm. to kind of just rub it in her face. Mm-hmm. Just wants to remind me, and it was just great to see. But Michael, for some reason, seems so like surprised. Like she sent herself a package from this. Whoa, whoa what? Like, he, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why they're making him so stupid. He's so much smarter than that. But he is being smart, at least. Where I mean, he's he knows that Nell's up to no good, but I guess he still needs to find that conclusive proof. I'm trying to figure out how, this is the thing that makes me laugh, why was he always trying to go through her computer with her in the house? 
Like you know she always lurking around a corner. <laughs> why are you trying to why are you trying to hack into the computer with her in the house? The thing that bothers me is that immediately and get caught every time. Because Nell immediately <laughs> leaves the room and, and immediately comes back. <laughs> Like, it was almost like it was almost like she walked out the room and just did an about face and came back. I'm like, what is happening right now? I don't understand. I, it's like, Michael, you let let her leave. Wait five ten minutes. You know that she's gone, and then do what you need to do because it seems so ridiculous to like. All right, now I got to do it. Ugh, that seemed crazy to me. But uh, I mean, it feels like uh, we also have the big thing with the cologne because Ava comes over and says, "I've got your baby blanket, but what you need to do is if you want to keep Carly in." You've got to get rid of every scrap of evidence that could come back and bite you in the ass. And part of that was the uh, the cologne of Morgan's. Mm-hmm. And she decided, you know what? I'm going to keep it in my bag. And then Jocelyn ends up walking away with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jocelyn's going to start putting something together as well. It would be nice if Jocelyn started putting something together because Jocelyn is more like Carly than she admits. Yeah. So if Jocelyn starts, you know, sniffing around and finding that stuff is not copacetic, it would be really interesting to see her and Nell get into it because because. Car- Joss will come for her both barrels blazing. She will have no empathy because she is Carly's child. She will go in. But I, I still don't understand how Jocelyn ended up with Because she knocks over the purse and is picking everything up. And then we cut to her and she's got the, uh, the bottle of cologne. Like, why did she take that? Who knows? Because I feel like when she smells it, she'll probably recognize that it's Morgan's cologne. I don't know. She was little. So she may she may not recognize it, but somebody else will. Yeah, it seemed weird to me that that also like you know what I knocked over a purse. I'm gonna just take this cologne out of there. Just too many things. Let's talk about the fact that um, when Alexis did go to visit Kevin, they kept talking about her mother and her mother being an opera singer. And there, now there's this whole thing about her trying to figure out who her mother is. I'm like, why, why? Uh, that and the uh, the joint couple counseling sessions with Julianne and Alexis. I can't with that. Ugh, I yeah. can't. Oh wait, we forgot. So Jul- Julian and Kim being in the woods. <laughs> that was pure comedy when he got up and screamed like a little girl and ran. I'm like, oh y'all are killing me right now. Like why? <laughs> like she was like, I want you to go somewhere with me, and they go to the woods, and Oscar isn't having the fact that they they've taken this little trip. I'm just, it's just a lot going on. Yeah, it's uh. It'll be interesting to see <laughs> what happens with that because it, uh, Julian, Alexis standing there for scenes where the song's playing and she's just holding that watch up and looking at herself in the mirror. I'm like, oh, please, enough of these scenes. I know, yeah, I'm with you on, and usually I don't agree with you on stuff like that, but yeah, I'm kind of over that myself. That's getting on my nerves. All right, so we're, uh, real quick, we're almost out of show. Oh my but, goodness, uh, that went fast. Uh, of course, one hot news item that we'll do for you real quick. After Buzz TV News. Uh, of course, you know Dante leaving the show. Yeah. Max Ambronia is like, you know, I, I'm moving on, doing some other stuff. You know, he he's fun to watch, but he hasn't given, been given a lot of great material to work with. Not lately, no. They've kind of had him on the back burner, and they just kind of have him come in and ask some questions and leave. So, it's yeah, I would I would be leaving, too, if I were him. Uh, now, he still has a few more scenes to go, and uh, General Hospital will indeed wrap things up for him one way or the other. So it's not going to be like one of those things where he just, you know, walks away, walks out the door like, hey, I'll be right back, and then we never see him again. There will be at least some kind of... Conclusion. You to know what, what will be right interesting. Now. What would be interesting is if they kill him off, and then Lulu has to deal with the same type of loss that Maxie's dealt with, and maybe that will bring them closer. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, it'll be. It'll be interesting. To it'll see be interesting. What goes to see. I, I'm hoping that they don't go that route because it would be great to 
to see him be able to come back at some point if he wants. Child, this is so popular. They, how many people have come back from the dead? You know, Nathan's not coming back. Look. He ain't coming back. Luke has come back from the dead. Faison has come back from the dead numerous times. Who else came back from the dead? Uh, lots of people. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, real quick rapid-fire prediction before we get the heck out of here. Your After Buzz TV predictions. What do you think is going to happen this week? Just one big thing you think may happen. Hmm, I think that Peter Peter may either try to escape or Nina may let him go. Please let something happen with that storyline. You just got to get him. I'm just tired. I, I of think that I happened. think it's about to go down. But as much as I love to watch Liesl act out, I think that that storyline is probably going to close up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm going to predict that there's going to be some more uncomfortable kissing between Anna and Finn, <laughs> and I'm going to be a little creeped out about it. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, time it flies when we're breaking down Port Charles. There's a lot of stuff that you're also mentioning, mentioning in the chat, which you're saying we'll, uh, would have been love to be able to talk a little bit more in depth about that, especially GH's ratings there. Uh, Terrell mentioned that in there. Maybe we yeah. can get into that next week. Yeah, we will. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, folks, thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, everybody happening in the chat, you make it so much more fun to do this show when we get to read your thoughts as well. But as always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, if you want to content- connect with us and continue your chatting, I mean, Carla loves getting tweeted at. So, Carla, where can they find you on social media? <laughs> you can find me at The Curvy Critic across all social media platforms. That's right. Come at her with your GH hot takes. <laughs> she will respond in kind. I will respond. I may not do it right away, but I will respond. That's true. You've, uh, until you get one of those like Twitter throat punches from her. <laughs> That's great. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie, folks. We'll be back next week with another new edition of the GH Report. I was going to say GH Show. It's not bad anymore. Sorry, James Hunt Jr. It's still a GH Report. We haven't rebranded that that Bye, much. JLJ. There you go. See you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.